0: we have a free resource for you on our website. It's called Leadership Survival Guide. It's a fifty-seven-page ebook. It has interviews with ten world-class leaders, and you can go to consultclarity.org. It's right at the top, and get that today. Uh, we also have a daily email that we send out to over fifteen thousand leaders, and that email contains the highlights, our best content from our podcasts, our blog, uh, my book, uh, the books that we're loving that are out there about leadership. Now my gift to you is to work incredibly hard to provide the best leadership content I can to invest in you and your leadership. So if you're finding our content helpful, if you find this podcast helpful, then your gift to me uh, could be this. If If you do find it helpful, then write a review or rate our content and make sure you subscribe or follow. I can't emphasize enough how helpful that is. It really does help us to get the word out there so we can invest in more leaders to become everything they're meant to be. It also means a lot to me personally when people like you and people in our community share our content on social media. So if you do that, then please do look for me, Jono White, to tag me and look to tag Clarity uh, on whatever platform you're on. Today's guest is Dr. Marcel Folmer. Marcel is the Chief Executive Officer of Prospertalia Group. He's uh, based in Frankfurt in Germany. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Marcel.
1: Hello, many thanks for having me and hello to everyone who is listening in. It's a great pleasure being here today.
0: First of all, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Tell us about what you do at Prospertalia Group and in your role as Chief Executive Officer, Marcel.
1: Absolutely. So, Hospitalia is basically a combination of the names procurement and hospital. So, what we do is a kind of Amazon-like marketplace, what we have for hospitals. So, we are talking not about the standard um, goods and services, what you buy. We are talking about medical equipment that's what Hospitalia does, but the group um, has six businesses and besides the marketplace for the hospitals, um, there's also one we have for everything related to canteens and food. We are not processing any physical goods, but basically we're connecting suppliers with the respective chefs in canteens. on our marketplace. And we have one more, Box, um, who is offering everything what a dentist um, needs. So this is the three businesses and marketplaces what we have, and then we have three others. Um, one is supply chain focused, h um, really being an integrated part of, um, an OR, everything what is needed in, during an intervention, um, that you can automatically link it to procurement, to warehousing, as well as also to the reimbursement from the payers. Um, um, the next company is Muralytic everything related to analytics um, in a hospital. And finally, we have with WMC, a healthcare consulting um, company, which is also part of our Hospitalia portfolio. I know six businesses, um, a little bit a uh, lengthy explanation. And my role is um, leading um, the goal of these six businesses and really looking forward, how can we become a healthcare performance partner for the respective areas to ensure Mm -hmm. that we really create high value for all.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Such an interesting group of businesses. Um, Thank you for explaining that. Let's jump into your story, Marcel. I want to start with your childhood and growing up. Tell us about any of the moments that come to mind or even themes from your childhood that really shaped you into the person and the leader you are today.
1: Well, you no, know, no. How how much time do we have now? Um, you no, know, I don't want to want to extend it and make it too long. But I think um, going up with my um, father and my mother. My, my father is a um, was a. Um, self-made entrepreneur leading um, a group of publishing businesses and um, I had the chance to experience leadership first hand from him. Um, when I was a kid and um, yeah was calling around and um, um, I remember um, first time I was always very impressed um, all the people with suits were, were visiting us and in the meetings this was basically a moment where I remember um, that, that I really was impressed about how is this going and then later on I had a chance really to um, to observe a little bit um, how my father and my mother are running, running the business um, until the age of I would say probably 13, 14. Where I really started also um, in the summer um, to work a little bit in the company, get a little bit into the topic about um, um, how to how to sell books, um, how to evaluate also um, um, books from the quality uh, they are made from, and understanding the business of. Um, uh, of reselling um, um, books, um, which was also part of the business. Um, so, this is definitely something which was very, um, uh, which was uh, for me a very personal experience in, in um, getting into the business. On the other side, also, I learned a lot about from kindergarten to school um, how does it really work that. Um, um, you can create a team and also be part of a team because you're not a leader um, and and just born as a leader. Um, You basically start also um, just being a team member and understanding a little bit the social dynamics. um, How does it work? How can you um, create um, um, or build a friendship? um, um, How how does it not work? Um, That's also what what you learn. I think these were definitely moments I remember very well um, giving me um, some experience and impressions about um, um, an early stage in, in um, yeah uh, forming my, my myself uh, the time at a boarding school as well as continuing then um, finishing my a level in Hamburg as well as the time in university those the next big steps where I really um, uh, could could get more into the topic um, in in really understanding how business works and how the team dynamics works, um, and also then starting um, in parallel to school, um, having a part-time job, um, um, leading an afternoon shift at DHL um, in the city of Hamburg, and then later on moving on and starting my more professional career.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for sharing that about Growing up, can you remember, fast forwarding from there, one of your first significant leadership opportunities as you were growing older?
1: I think the first experience was definitely when, when I was very young and I just started um, um Started my my uh, time at university to to graduate, um, leading a team um, in the afternoon. Um, in DHL is a career business, was an express business at this point in time, um, and really leading a team to ensure that everything works on the operational side that we basically get all the express shipments done in time, um, and also ensure um, that um, that we can. Um, work in a very time sensitive, um, uh, or with a time sensitive product, um, because there's a next day delivery. What DHL was, uh, prior to the acquisition by Deutsche Post, um, this is the time I'm talking about. So, to be precise, 1989, uh, was the time when I started, and 1990 when I really got into the topic, also having an opportunity to. Um, to become a team lead um, um, in a part-time role, this was definitely a great experience for me because I was the youngest in the team and um, I had a chance really to um, to, to understand um, what is important, um, how do you need to engage um, with your team, with the different careers you have, with the truck drivers, but also with customers. Um, as well as suppliers. Um, this was the very first experience. What I what I had, um, and helped me a lot. Really understanding um, um, how a certain portion of the business uh, works, um, and I really feel, felt comfortable in in that. Not everything worked uh, smoothly and well. Um, not everyone was happy about having such a young uh, guy basically um, um, uh, running, um, even if it was only um, a portion of the business in the in the afternoon hour. Um, But basically, um, um, this was helping me also understanding how business works and getting into leadership. And then I evolved in different different roles later later on. This was a very, very first start.
0: Yeah, it's uh, incredible. Thank you so much for, for sharing about that first experience. What about mentors across your career, the people who have had the biggest influence on your leadership? Who comes to mind?
1: So I think I definitely would start with my father that's number one um, and then for me it was always very impressive um, to learn from others because I never was um, um, under um, under the impression that um, I know everything better than others do um, but I can learn from others how they are doing that so I started very early. Um, 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 In the meetings I mentioned at the beginning when my father was around, but later on also when senior leaders um, were around, how do they do that? How do they open a meeting? How do they start? How do they set an agenda? Um, What is it really what they focus on? And for me, this was was really something also what, what helped me a lot. Um, and uh, you can call it copy-paste if you if you like, um, um, but at a starting point, I love doing that, um, to really understand it. Uh, the same was also then. Um, a lot was already in English. I was not um, as good as I am now. I know I still have a very strong accent. Sorry for that. I lived three years in the United States, and you see, I very successfully failed getting rid of my strong German accent. Sorry for that. Um, but basically, <laughs> um, understanding, helping a little bit. How others are doing that? How do they start something? For me, this was very, very important. Um, And then, of course, um, over time, I had to build uh, my own way and, and started my own way on how to do it and um, and how to use the experience I have learned and also combine it then with what is important for me. Um, this is really a curve um, of learning and experience um, what I have um, done and where I would say it helped me a lot really getting into a leadership role.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's, it's great to hear you reflect. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to know Marcel, um, you mentioned your dad and how much of a role model, you know, he had, you know, he, he's been for you in leadership. Are there any stories that come to mind of your dad that, that really stand out in life or in leadership? Oh, I think, um, definitely what,
1: um, what comes to my mind was, um, when my dad, um, um, was very unhappy with, um, um, with the situation in, um, in a fairly large warehouse where basically all the books were, were stored um, and uh, you really could feel a little bit the anger he had at this point in time um, and um, then he <coughs> asked um, his leadership team um, to come together and um, it was a coincidence that I was around and um, uh, I, was, uh, I was very young this point in time, and I had a chance also by silently listening into that to that meeting, and um, I I could really feel the anger he had in himself. But when he started the meeting, he was absolutely calm um, and very focused on facts, on figures, and just the observation. Um, and gave a very clear task to the team um, to fix that um, and come come back in a fairly short time uh, time um, to present what what is it what the team wants to do now and how does he want to fix it? And I asked him and I was really wondering about it. Hey, wow, um, I, I really could feel the anger, but you were absolutely calmed down. How, how could you do that? This was really something. And then he told me, look, if I would now share my anger with my team, Um, This would probably have um, um, upset them um, and also led probably to more anger, um, um, which is definitely not a way in how to fix um, things. Um, And this is something what I I learned where I thought, okay, wow. um, even if it's getting really critical, and, and even if you are um, emotionally um, um, uh, very angry, um, you better calm down and, and bring a very clear message to your team um, to, to get results done. This is one moment um, what reminded me really very well um, when, when, when I have seen my, my dad acting in that, in that way. I, I've never seen this before, and, and therefore I still mm-hmm. remember it like it was before. Like
0: yeah, that's incredible. What, what um, amazing self, uh, self-discipline he, he had in that moment to control his anger and then just be very aware of how he was coming across to his, to his team. Um, Marcel, in your career so far, can you think of any aha moments? What, what are those moments that come to mind where you learnt something for the first time or there was a significant shift in your thinking about leadership?
1: I think at the beginning when I got hired from from DHL for uh, leadership role to build the first customer service center um, in, in Germany to basically centralize the decentralized customer service units at one place um, uh, very near to to Cologne um, monheim is the name of the city where we did that um, I thought hey wow um, exciting opportunity and um I thought um, it is very clear what we, uh, what the expectations are from the leadership team um, of DHL um, in Europe as well as in, in Germany to centralize all of that. Um, And I thought hey um, everyone is aligned about what we want to do and also that this was a very tough timeline what we what we had Um, But I had to learn that basically um, Not everyone is necessarily um, aligned and um, it is not that people have an intrinsic motivation to get things done Um, and, and you need to ensure that when you want to lead something and when you are running a project um, with a very critical timeline, um, that this is really something where you need to ensure that you share a vision and really bring the people behind what you want to do. I was a similar situation later on when I got asked to integrate uh, Business Objects um, when I joined SAP and I was the integration lead for the Business Objects integration. At this point in time, a large acquisition. 6.5 Uh, 6.5 billion acquisition with around 6,000 people. What what this company was a market leader for analytics. Um, uh, I could really transfer lots of these learnings and started right away that hey sharing a vision and really make making clear to everyone what is it and why do we need to do this now and how can also everyone contribute and use the challenge on the one side as an opportunity to define the role in the jobs we want to do in the future. So this was definitely something um, where I learned a lot how important it is and that's the reason why I always start with a vision and then translate this into a mission that everyone also knows and understands what is important and how we can achieve. Um, the ambitious um, uh, uh, goals we have um, and, and ensure that everyone is, um, is in alignment. Sounds easy but um, it's tougher than it sounds um, and honestly it doesn't work all the time um, smoothly but uh, basically this is my best practice experience what, what I can share and hope this uh, mm-hmm. helps others as well or others might have experienced something similar.
0: Absolutely, no. It's so good, um, and and I think your advice there is going to be really helpful for people. Um, let me ask you about. Uh, I, I want to jump into Leadership Express and ask you a few of these questions. The first one, Marcel, what books do you regularly gift to what you give to people, or you recommend them a lot? Any books that have been favorites for you? <laughs>
1: Oh, I think um, books. It's um, it's um, um, definitely one one topic. Uh, um, even from my time when I was um, with my my dad's business, um, um, and uh, on the books, I recommend is definitely um, uh, Peter Drucker, um, where um, I've seen how important it is really to understand um, what 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 leadership is and what it. Um, what it means. Um, this is one one author um, who impressed me um, very much. Um, I would I would add. Um, uh, so it started with the practice of management. Um, this was one of the first ones I remember, um, and um, I know it's it's pretty old at this point in time, um, but um, definitely one which is um, um, worth worth um, reading and understanding. Um, um, another one um, I would definitely see is, um, um, let me think about um, the, um, on, on Peter Dracker I would also see that, um, oh. uh, Understanding what um, what um, you can do to achieve results um, was something where I learned from innovation really to execution um, and defining a strategy. What what helped me uh, what helped me a lot. Um, there are much more <clears throat> I could um, I could uh, mention, but um, yeah, let me know if I should go any any deeper on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, please, I'd love to hear another recommendation. Yeah,
1: sure. Um, so um Another recommendation um, uh, was definitely for me um, starting with something on the economic side um, really understanding the principle of um, uh, economics by Gunter this was a book um, it helped me a lot really understanding how does it work for marketing sales um, uh, production um, um, the introduction into economics um, was something what um, uh, what helped me a lot um, but there's more also and it's not only necessarily just the business um, um, the business, uh, the business uh, books. There's also books from Dan Brown, the Da Vinci Code, um, uh, where I learned and and, and really um, how do you link his history with um, with recent um, developments and <clears throat> how can you really tra- translate this? Um, this is something what what helped me um, uh, to understand. There's um, uh, also books um, um, and, and of course. Most books I'm reading are, are definitely more more um, economic books or um, um, uh, less bellicistic, I would I would say, um, but definitely also um, uh, to use a fantasy MC creation. I love to read. Uh, my- Uh, Steve Jobs, um, of course. How did he do that? uh, Start your own business, getting fired, and then to restart it. And basically, fascinating when you see that, wow, um, he got fired for something. um, He introduced um, the Apple Newton, some might remember, the PDA. Um, Later on, he he came back. um, He started something which was simpler than the Newton, the iPod, and then evolved it to something which was more advanced, but a lot similar, like, like the um, Newton. This was definitely also something what was very um, impressive um, for me to, to understand. Um, so um, from biography, you definitely, and, and you know, it's a little bit streamlined um, what you get there presented, but basically also um, going through the emotional side um, this is definitely something helping um, uh, to understand how decisions are made and also what at the end a great leader uh, formed.
0: Yeah, that's... Um, thank you. I, I I too love the Steve Jobs um, biography by Walter, Walter Isaacson. Is that right? Um, yeah, just fantastic. Yes. Fantastic book. It's one of those books where I found myself laughing out loud just at his story and the things he said. And I mean... I just found it really interesting as someone who loves business and leadership. It was a fantastic read.
1: Yeah. I couldn't agree
0: more. Okay. Next question for you, Marcel. Um, You know, what is a, you're obviously working um, in your, across your different group of companies in, um, you know, in, in the industry that you're in. I'm interested to know what, what problems or challenges are you seeing leaders face in your industry?
1: Well, oh, I think at this point in time, um, when I look on a broader topic of um, supply chain procurement, I think it is not a big surprise that... Um, we see um, a big shift from negotiating the best price what the priority in procurement when I was a chief procurement officer by myself on the SAP side, but also bringing this experience now to Pospitalia. Um there's a shift. Um, it is no longer the price which really counts. It is now um, due to the supply chain shortages what we see and the challenges we have. Um, even the HABA in Shanghai is still not 100% functional. I think they are back at a level of 90%. Um, basically, it has changed to more how do we really get it? What are the substitutes we can use? Um, and how can we ensure we get everything we need in time Um, this is a big shift what what I'm seeing right now Um, on the other side the increase in prices in energy cost um, the logistics challenges what we have um, the scarcity of uh, truck drivers for example um, which is also impacting the supply chain um, is definitely something which is currently um, on top of the mind of my team um, how to help at the end Um, What a hospital does is helping patients um, um, and and therefore you need to ensure that when an urgent um, intervention is planned um, that you really have everything available what is needed um, to treat a patient and therefore um, it's a very critical uh, job what what we have to do. And where um, I really could see a shift now from from price, um in um, getting deliveries um, in time to ensure that we can help uh, patients um, um, in, a, in a hospital um, at the time when they need it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, thank you for sharing that. Um, this has been so much fun. Let me just ask you one more question as we start wrapping up, Marcel. If you could only ask one Uh, Or if you could only give sorry one piece of leadership advice to a young leader, what would you say to them?
1: Number one advice is start as early as possible, and if you fail. Don't worry, but take your learnings and really develop yourself um, and try to become a better leader um, in getting the experience. Without the experience, you can read Peter Drucker, what what I mentioned. There are much more books on leadership. Um, It doesn't help. You need to have the experience by yourself. So therefore, start as early as possible. This would be the most important advice I could give a young leader.
0: Yeah, I love that advice. That's so good. Uh, for people who really want to find out more about you and about the group of companies you lead, how can people connect with you online, Marcel?
1: Oh, well, feel free to connect with me on uh, social media, on LinkedIn, Marcel Fulmer. Um You will find me there. And um, yeah, it um, would be awesome if you follow me. And on Twitter, it um, mformer mfollmer1 which is my um, my handle on, on, on Twitter. Feel free to connect, and um, I'm very active on, on social media. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing, seeing you there. And whenever you have a question, uh, just just ask me.
0: Wonderful. Well, I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Such a great episode with stories and wisdom from uh, Dr. Marcel Folmer. And uh, don't forget, I also have the Jono White leadership podcast and the leadership question of the day podcast so you can go and check those out if you want to continue to grow in your leadership but i want to finish today by saying a massive thank you to you marcel for being so generous with your time and for sharing your uh, your wisdom with us it's been a real joy to spend time with you thanks for coming on the podcast
1: donald many thanks for having me it was a great pleasure i really enjoyed the conversation thank you very
0: much answer these seven questions on leadership and leaders give these in-depth answers around how they spend their time, uh, a book that's been significant for them. It's just a gold mine. It's completely free to access. So go to consultclarity.org and look for that. We'd also love to interview you about your leadership.